0: I can't believe you wrote that article, Em. You've got to get liberty to cancel it. How long
1: have we been friends? Since kindergarten? And now you think you can drop me like a hot potato just because, ooh, some 8th grader is finally talking to you?
0: It's not like that. I want to become a cheerleader. That's all. Please. Is it so wrong if I become friends with Paige in the process? You honestly think Paige is your friend? Is that so hard to believe? That for once someone cool likes me? She's just using you, Manny. No, you're just jealous. Jealous? Of that pretentious wannabe? You know the difference between you and Paige? Paige is fun. You're so boring sometimes I want to
1: scream. Well, I sure hope you and Paige have fun together. Just don't come crying to me when she stabs a knife in your back.
0: Don't worry, I won't! Oh, oh,
1: Welcome to All Boot Degrassi, the show where grown men ship
0: teenage characters together. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we do. I did want them to get together. (laughs) That was my feeling. (laughs) There's a a lot
1: of shipping uh, in one of these
0: episodes today. It's a shippy, shippy episode. Um, Hello, Evan. How are you uh, this day, this week, this time of your life? I am good. How are you, Nick Sahoya,
1: our fellow co-host?
0: You know, I'm burning the candle at both ends, but that feels good sometimes. It's nice to do that. Yeah. How you how you doing, producer Brimp? What you doing over there?
2: Oh, also burning all those candles from from every possible angle, but feeling pretty good, you know? Um I did I did forget to walk a dog that I was supposed to walk yesterday and I felt very guilty about that, but we're back, baby did the dog poop everywhere no i'm i'm fortunate in that um the the guy who owns the dog has a video doorbell and uh knew that i didn't come over so he just went home and took him out wow. and then and then he asked me hey did you come walk the dog and i am so glad i didn't lie about it cuz he would have <laughs> known i was lying um and then i brought him a loaf of bread today as a as a mea culpa
0: yeah that's nice and mm-hmm. even though these episodes that you're listening to they're very well produced i will say that the only way i can get brent to do the podcast uh producing is if i catch him on my video doorbell not <laughs> producing the podcast it's true i say what are you doing brent why are you on my doorstep not editing the podcast
2: and I say, Ugh, here's some <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> bread i'll go do it right now
0: are we sponsored by video doorbell should we be drop video doorbell well, what's the generic what, like a video doorbell service? Video doorbells. Yeah, it's okay, kind of ahead.
2: the Kleenex of video doorbells.
0: Yeah, Brent, can Brent, I hate to give you more work, but can you go back and edit out all of video doorbell and just edit in this video doorbell?
2: I can. I can do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Mm, that's, that's very good. Okay,
0: um, I am excited to talk about these episodes. They're they're not the most amazing episodes, but I do feel like we're in a nice, comfy time of Degrassi: The Next Generation. Oh, I think
1: we are, and these are the best episodes we've reviewed yet. I think. Whoa! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Somebody had I fun. I these episodes. Okay, well, this first episode was so adorable. Just it was start very to finish. Cute. I. Uh, Let well, me not start to finish, but <laughs> the subplot's less <laughs> adorable, but the main plot is just pure sweetness. Um, yes. And I think the um, other episode's really good.
0: I do think they're both good episodes. I just wanted to preface, uh, before we get into the recap, Brent, you are the Degrassi virgin of the podcast. You are the new kid, as we call you. New kid. Mm-hmm. Hey, new kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's um, up? I have a question for you. Apropos mm-hmm. of nothing, one of, of these characters that we've already met, they've been the star of an episode, will mm-hmm. be goth next season. <laughs> oh. Which one do you think it will be based on what you've seen?
2: Oh, man. They are That's... not currently
0: goth, but they will be. That's
2: so exciting. <laughs> I. Oh, man. I gotta. Oh, I. I... Look, <laughs> there's who I think it will be, and there's who I hope it will be. I think it will be, um, I forget her name. She's, uh, she's the one who got drunk. That's who I think it will be. The one who got drunk and had a crush on Spinner. Terry. Terry. And then I hope it will be Liberty Van aunt. Oh, okay. I like this. Goth Liberty would be a lot of fun.
0: Okay. Thank you, new kid. Thank you for being our, uh, science experiment. Think of
2: all the goth jokes she could get from the web
0: uh american gothic is there something <laughs> like that because their name is liberty and that's american canadian gothic yeah, anyway that's right, that,
2: yeah anyways first Keep
0: episode episode 10 what no 11 episode 11 whoa episode 11, we're cruising friday along night. baby
1: yeah episode 11 friday night um again not named after anything
0: it's, it's fine there's gotta out. be a song called Friday Night Somewhere Yeah I mean that's the thing So
1: on the Wikipedia page it says This is named after several movies and songs And, and books And I'm like okay so it wasn't named after anyone in particular <laughs> so, it's, then.
0: so it's named after the concept of, of, Friday, of Night. Uh,
1: Friday Night Like so many other things So, <laughs> so there you have it um, So this episode uh, Sean and Emma continue being the Absolute cutest And so he asks her if she wants to Quote unquote his exact words Hang out on Friday night To which Emma happily agrees And um, the verbiage is going to be Very important in this episode because That's exactly what he says hang out And that becomes a big plot point
0: Yeah I Liked this episode but Before we as we're getting Into the meat and potatoes of it I I think the first half of it dragged a little I think that's why I wasn't as into it as you I get that there's miscommunications With first dates sometime I'm fine with that but it was just like there was like four scenes of like I like the dodgeball. The dodgeball should have been the last one. But when they were like on aim and they were like still like, do you love me or do you not love me? I was like, so, just go on your adorable little date already. I don't have time for this.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a plot cul-de-sac, but um, yeah. I don't know. I don't mind it because like so. OK, so Emma starts wondering what Sean meant by hang out. Like, are they just hanging out or is this a date emma's never been on a date before so this is
0: this is a very important distinction here because she's a fucking loser she's <laughs> fucking square <laughs> no she's she's 11 she's, this is she's the appropriate 13. age to um, go on. oh okay no that's about um, right that's fine yeah
1: <laughs> um i don't know i just like really love like the doubt that emma and manny express in this episode because like manny's like oh yeah it's a date and then she's like well Wait, what did he say? And then, like, when Emma says he just said hang out, Manny's like, "Well, now I'm not so sure because Manny's never been on a date. These kids have never been on dates. They don't know what's going on. It's just like a very
0: believable sense of naivete with these two kids. I think yeah. that's yeah. No, I, I think it's well written. I, I I think that I am invested in them being together for whatever reason, but I I am like, oh, I want the, I want this to go somewhere. <laughs> Well, so she okay. can fix him, <laughs> he can fix her. Well, <laughs> like two broken said, children, <laughs> let's get them together, right? Um, well,
1: during PE, as you said, there's a dodgeball game, um, and Emma tries to confront Sean about their possible date, and he responds,
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, I feel like he says, Yeah. But then the captions say, ya, yeah. but I think yeah. that's just because if they spelled it Y-A-H, it wouldn't be clear that it was, like, a weird sound that he made.
1: Yeah. It's because it's, yeah, it's kind of, like, post-verbal, almost. It's, like, it doesn't even really mean anything. He just, is like, <laughs> it's, like, an utterance, just ya. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was obviously, very,
0: very, like, Cro-Magnum, kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, and obviously this does not assuage Emma's doubts at all. And so then they play this game of dodgeball. And Emma is just, like, laser-focused on hitting Sean in this game. Um, I have some questions <laughs> about yes. the
0: rules of this dodgeball game.
1: So, okay, like, you played dodgeball in school, right?
0: Yes. So you remember? I was like, pretty a, good at dodgeball. It was one of the oh, few was, sports I was
1: okay at. Oh, I hated playing dodgeball just because I didn't want to, like... I was always so scared of making a fool out of myself in some way that I, like, deprived myself of a fun time during P.E., so yeah. I just, like, walk around the gym. That um, was one of Fair. my first kids. Um, <laughs> but, like, the rules of dodgeball, I'm pretty sure it's been, you know, a, a decade and a half. But I think that it's, like, if you catch the ball that the person throws at you, then they're out.
0: Right? The person who threw it is out. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. at least the rules in the Dodgeball movie, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. I,
1: and the, the, those are competitive rules. Those, those are competitive, <laughs> <that's a> competitive <laughs> game they play. That's the league. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, I think we should go with Dodgeball movie rules. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like in the game, they're just like throwing the ball back and forth and like no one's getting out. Like they keep catching it, but then they just keep throwing it back. And like when Emma first throws the ball at Sean... The other team just, like, hands it back to her, like, try again. And I'm just confused by this.
0: Yeah. I think it was in service of the character dynamics, and they were ignoring the fact that rules (laughs) exist. Yeah. They just had
1: to hit this B. They're like, Emma's mad. (laughs) Emma's pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, dodgeball is a good way to get out your aggression. So I, I, I like it in theory, but the, I agree that this, this is not accurate with dodgeball rules.
1: It is not um, lazy dog- writing.
0: <laughs> boo, well, boo grassy. Talk- More like <laughs> boo grassy.
1: Well, I have to dock points because yeah, the, the verisimilitude <laughs> is not there, but um so later on after emma has tried to wallop sean and dodgeball she over page overhears emma and manny talking about sean and her boy problems and Paige offers to help um Oh, my God. Good.
0: These two episodes really are the duality of Paige-Michael Chuck because they she really she could yeah. not be more wonderful in this episode and she could not be more fucking backstabbing snake woman in the next episode.
1: I love it. She's so dynamic. That's why Paige
0: is great. We love Paige.
1: <laughs> yeah, she says, and I quote, I love the line. She says, because Emma's like, oh, she tries to like rebuff Paige's um, help. And she says, hun, your thing for Sean is more obvious than Heather Sinclair's bargain basement nose job, which is just classic Paige.
0: Yeah. And classic Heather Sinclair, too.
1: Classic Heather Sinclair just being the, a rotted skank. Um, <laughs> a real <laughs> trollop, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Paige like reassures her that Sean was definitely asking her on a date in his own aloof, brusque Monosyllabic Cro Magnon fashion. Yeah. And it's good. It's like
0: Paige is like really the MVP of Degrassi at this point. She's single handedly solving uh, the crises of the grade sevens. She is a crisis counselor. She's a fairy godmother. Yeah. I love Paige. I love Paige too. (laughs) I love her when she's good. I love her when she's bad. And her advice is like good. She has good advice. She had good advice
1: for when Emma got her period too. It was, mm-hmm. She's good. She's really been. She's like, Emma oh, out. I've had a
0: few of these in my day. <laughs> uh, what? How think- do we feel about um, the AIM scene? I, I, there's so many. Did you ever? Did you ever actually use a instant messenger in school? Because I never did. I don't. I don't think that ever happened in school. It was more like when you got home, you would message no people way. on AIM. Yeah.
1: No. Absolutely. Though I was very. This was also a weird scene to me because yeah. So they correspond via DMs or like proto DMs. It's it's instant messaging. Um, <laughs> proto DMs. Um, and yeah, slide into, weird, into my proto DMs. <laughs> slide into my my AIM messenger, please. And um, if you
0: are listening at home, go follow Alabut Degrassi on uh, Instagram and slide into our proto DMs there that
1: was a very seamless
0: transition thank you thank you
1: yeah i this, yeah we definitely did not have like our own instant messaging system on our school of computers but i don't know i guess that's the the dark nak money
0: at work. <laughs> oh nak they're they've been pulling the strings all along they're like specter and james <laughs> bond <laughs> uh and then uh, what happens next Where where do they go
1: yeah like emma or he thinks that emma hates him because oh yeah yeah. she did try to murder him in dodgeball Mm -hmm. um she broke all the rules yeah but she clarifies that like no she doesn't hate him and and then he's like okay great and then they're still on for their big day and it's you know
0: it's basically a yeah cul-de-sac and good thing we spent 45 minutes talking about it (laughs) but it is cute when they it's very cute It's very cute. It's just cuter when they actually go on the date. The whole episode could have been the date, but I feel like chronologically they were like the beginning half of the B plot takes place at school. So we've got to like artificially slow down this more interesting A plot. Even though I did. I like the B plot. The B plot was fine.
1: Yeah, there's some timeline issues that they had to. Work out, so that's yeah. why we get this sort of like, will they, won't they, in the first half. But um, yeah,
0: yeah. So they go on their date. Sean they, picks Emma up, embarrassing picture with Spike. Yeah, Spike she takes a Polaroid. Yeah. Oh, I miss it. And then Emma gets shat upon by a bird. Um,
1: a bird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like if that's gonna happen, it's good that it happened. Like. Less than a block away from your house Right they literally could just she just did a 180 And went right back home and changed so Yeah it's like it's not like she had to like get back on The bus or like they had to like go to a Store and like buy a new sweater Mm -hmm. It was like oh this is a pretty quick fix
1: Yeah it's just I
0: mean it's embarrassing Right sure but
1: um She's feeling very I almost got shot
0: on by a bird The other day um He missed but it landed like Right in front of me it was when I was in I was crossing the street sunset boulevard and he was sitting on a a a lamp post
1: yeah he almost got me did you ever get shit on (laughs) i have never been shot on by a bird or otherwise
0: i don't think Brent, any poop on you
2: i don't think i've ever been pooped on by a bird if i have it was you know not a very notable it was not notable enough to remember oh maybe you just got a mist yeah, well, I've definitely been like walking around and been like, "Ugh, what?" Ooh. You know, you ever had mm. that happen where you're yeah. just like, "Ugh, what's that?" And it's like, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's a little flick of bird shit. I don't know, but I've never had that like full like look up and catch it in the eyeball.
0: This bird also like maybe had a big meal because there was a lot of shit on Emma's <laughs> <laughs> on Emma's sweater. did Do you remember your first date? Um. The first date with someone that I actually had sex with later?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
0: But, I mean, if you, you want to go with that one, sure. I'm just trying to think. Like, when you're that age, it's like there is that thing of is it a date or not? Because it's like you don't even, like, kiss at that age. Right. You don't even, like, do a, like, cheese, a, a cheek kiss at the end of a date when you're 12.
1: Right. I mean, it really so, is I just... Know. Yeah, I mean, like dates at that age, they really are just hanging out, but like alone, and like mm-hmm. with the the sort of intent of like becoming something more later on. Like obviously, there's different
0: motivations than just hanging out, but it's just like you're that is all you're doing. Um, I feel like this is hand holding age. Like that's like, oh wow, they're really serious. They're holding hands, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
1: the bird shits on Emma, and then so she changes. <laughs> And another Polaroid is taken in the new outfit in her in her reveal. Um, and this is a nice and, device
0: for so that they can have two Polaroids later at a very yeah. important moment, hmm. mm-hmm. foreshadowing. And now they're out on the town. So they get
1: dinner and. Sean reveals that he doesn't eat beef because. Okay, I want
0: to talk about this. She walks up to him, has already ordered the food and has waited for the food to be made and has brought the food back. At no point in that did she say, hey, is it cool if I buy you a veggie burger? Something that is so presumptuous even to this day that, oh, I just assume you want a veggie burger like very weird behavior. Why was she? What did she do? She said, sit at this table and I'm going to go order you food. That's what she said. And then he was like, okay. And he's just been sitting there ever since for like 20 minutes while the food got made. What happened?
1: Well, (laughs) well, I don't think it took 20 minutes
0: to make a burger. This is like fast food. Um... Well, if it's fast, I think that it it would take 20 minutes because if it's a veggie burger, they're making it special. (laughs) I I think this took a while. Veggie burgers,
1: I just have the patties on hand, like any other burger patty.
0: You gotta fry it up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it takes like three minutes. Have you never eaten at a McDonald's? Have you never been to a food court? I don't think that McDonald's had
0: veggie burgers in 2001.
1: It wasn't, well, obviously it's not McDonald's, but it's like, it's a food court. It doesn't take that long to order burgers of any kind. I don't, I don't believe it. Um, anyways, okay. So to, to disclose, very Nick has like
0: anti-vegetarian bias. So I married a—he's not even vegetarian. He's like a faker. He eats fish and eggs. Yeah, pescatarian. Okay. They're valid. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they okay, matter.
1: Vegetarian pescatarian lives do matter. Yes. Um, yeah. So Sean reveals that he doesn't eat beef because of his experience living on a farm and seeing cows get slaughtered. Which is, of course, just like music to Emma's ears because we all know she's a <laughs> diehard vegetarian. So I thought it she's was very gross.
0: I thought it was very gross when she had the sauce on her mouth. That was so I, nasty. I, I don't like say, watching people eat.
1: I hate watching people eat and show it. Like, I want just be like messy and when they get stuff on their
0: faces, I it really just like triggers something like feral and visceral in me. I don't enjoy it. I felt like Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer, where he's like, oh, you got barbecue sauce on your face. I don't like you anymore. I you seen remember not that,
1: that movie. Oh, I
0: that's funny. That movie. We'll that, the, that's it. the recent one, right? Like, from the last No, it's decade. very old.
1: Oh, it's the old one? Because I know there was like a one recently. There was like, a was
0: Netflix that... show. There was a Netflix yeah. show, yeah. It was a show? You, Netflix, okay. where you can also watch Degrassi Next Class. <laughs> you sure can. Catch us in <laughs> five years. <laughs> we're discussing Degrassi Next Class. Um, uh,
1: so. Okay. I hope that
0: we're so, so old and still doing this. Aw. Yeah, <laughs> this is the kind of partnership to last forever. There's so much of it; we could just keep going. <laughs> By yeah,
1: the well, time we
0: get to the end, I'm sure there will be a new Degrassi on.
1: I mean, that's the plan. HBO is supposed to do
0: that. So, they better. You know. What are they waiting for? I mean, anyway, we'll see. I don't. I don't know. Their acquisitions. Uh, we gotta we'll get into this. Into we it. haven't even touched the B plot. Yeah. Let's, let's so... wrap up this date discussion.
1: Well, um, <laughs> okay. So they go to see a movie, but then. Emma can't find her wallet, and she thinks she may have accidentally thrown it away. And so they go, like, sifting through the garbage of this established, like, this entire food court or mall or wherever they are to try and find Emma's wallet.
0: Well, yeah, just the one garbage can where they threw their stuff away. But I don't understand. In what world do you grab a wet hamburger patty and say, oh, I found your wallet? Like, this is clearly a hamburger patty. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's probably a dry hamburger patty. It looked pretty. No, dry. it was covered in sauce. It was covered Souse? in sauce. It was sauce? absolutely slathered in sauce. Are you saying sauce? No. What are you saying? <laughs> sauce. Yeah, like pizza sauce. I know what I'm saying. Come on, let's I, get, let's uh, move do on. Let's not dwell. On. We need to move on. She we had the sauce on her mouth. Everything's fine. Let's keep going. <laughs>
1: Okay, so yeah, so they're looking for her wallet, but then, wouldn't you know, she had it in her jacket pocket the whole time. Um, (laughs) So, of course, she's, like, incredibly embarrassed by this entire experience, and on Monday, she's like, oh, Sean's never gonna talk to me again. But he clearly doesn't care, and instead he asks if he can have one of the two Polaroids that her mom took, and it's adorable.
0: One time when I was a kid in New York, my parents were in a hotel room, and I was staying with them, and I accidentally threw out some receipts that were for work reimbursement, and I got in big trouble, and we had to go dig in the trash. And we only found, like, two of the five of them. How much were the receipts for? I think we found the big one. Oh, that's good. (laughs) It was for, like, dinner. That's good. But I think that we missed some other ones. I was in trouble. (laughs) was
1: it a lot of money i
0: don't know i was four i had no concept of money <laughs> yeah that's their fault yeah we're traveling with a four-year-old. hey nick <laughs> take care of my tax documents <laughs> don't throw away this receipt even though every time i've ever given you a receipt i've told you to trash. throw it away <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no these are the important receipts these receipts matter these are the good receipts we bring them out when we have company <laughs> um.
1: I, yeah, I like I really like this episode I really like how this plot wraps up And it's like we kind of put it like it's a cute. bow It's very yeah. cute and we, and we put like a bow on the Toby crushing on Emma thread That's been going on oh, this thank season Thank goodness
0: at the beginning of this episode, they reacted to Toby exactly how I would react to Toby, where he's like, oh, hello, Emma, ba, 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 and they're just like, uh, we're going to go sharpen our pencils because the pencil sharpener is over there, and yeah. you're here, and we'd yeah. rather be over there. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, like, at the end, by the end, he's like, because Emma feels really shitty about the day, and Toby's, <sighs> like, reassures her and is like, no, Sean wouldn't, you know, he's not going to forget about you just because of this one bad experience,
0: yeah. so, like, okay. you know. I, I want to say... I want to say one note on Toby. Spoiler alert for the next episode. I think Toby is great in the next episode. I think Jake Goldsby uh, really steps up to the plate when they give him something interesting to do. So, Jake, I know you're listening. I know you've listened to every episode so far. I want to say definitively now, it is not your fault that Toby sucks. You do a good job when you are given good things to do. In this episode, Toby sucks. (laughs)
1: Oh he's fine in this. He's good in this episode he He's like reassures him. her Like he does He's like, is, like Okay I'm, I'm able why to put do, my Why do we, Why aside. does Emma need
0: Toby's fucking validation Who the fuck cares What Toby thinks I mean she thinks. doesn't
1: It's just nice to like See that like Oh Toby's moved past his crush And like he's willing
0: To just like support So Emma now he has friend. Zero defining attributes Because his one attribute Was he had a crush on Ebba And now he doesn't have that So he's just there <laughs> Oh my god That's I hate very Toby. uncharitable Toby's fine. What anyway, about this B
1: plot? <laughs> um, yeah, the B plot um, is not cute. It's actually pretty like
0: depressing, but wow. it's
1: it's entertaining. Did um, you cry?
0: Producer Brent is nodding seriously. Producer Brent, did you cry at the end of this episode?
2: I did not, but I was shocked. Like I I should be used to this this show ending on a down note, but I could not believe what a down note. This it is ended one of on. the darkest this, endings this that we've just, had.
0: Just,
1: this has been like every episode this season. Has just been like, oh, bummer, bummer, bummer. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this episode does not change
0: things. Let's go from the top, and and we'll get into exactly how dark it gets. Uh, th- we set up a rivalry sort of between Spinner and, uh, to a lesser extent, Jimmy and the teacher, Miss Kwan, my favorite character other than Miss Sove. Um, uh, Brent. Uh, No, wait, no, this is not the clip I asked for. No, I wanted to say... No, Brent, here's what I was going to say. Most Canadian... Most Canadian mama, can you hit the bumper? Can you do it?
2: I sure... can.
0: Boom, okay. Uh, Spinner is listening to music in class. Probably a Canadian band, we don't know for sure. And... Miss Kwan hears the tapping of his pencil and she says, Suri, but whoever is making that noise, can you please desist? De- d- desist? Is that, the, is that a word? Yeah. Desist? I'm, I'm, okay. Cease and desist? desist. Yeah. Cease yeah. and desist. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry. Can, whoever's making that noise, please desist. Still sounds weird. And it's not just that she says, Suri, the way Canadians say suri. It's that she is making a a scolding demand and beginning it with an apology. Very Canadian indeed. That's the most Canadian moment of the episode. Uh, Yeah, she has a really short fuse this episode, which we'll learn more about as it goes on. Hashtag Um, Miss Kwan was right. The one time she went too far was not by saying, hey, Jimmy and Ashley, stop making out. Let's get into that. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll get there.
1: So... Yeah, so Ms. Kwan gives Spinner detention for um, listening to music during class, even though she, she breaks his disc man. Not his she disc man. She breaks his disc man. Did you I ever listen to those. music in class? Probably. Definitely. I mean, yeah, at
0: some point. I have sure. very distinct memories of listening to Nirvana during uh, science class when I was about 14. I was probably listening to J-pop,
1: knowing <laughs> knowing, knowing, my age then. Do you like oh,
0: Miyagi? My... Oh, who's that? Oh, I'm so much older than you. ok. No, I
1: mostly listen to uh, Itada Hikaru. and Is she the mostly Kingdom mostly Hearts though. lady? <laughs> she is the Kingdom Hearts lady. I like um, her. Yeah, she's great. She. I still listen to her to this day. Um, so, yeah, yeah detention. <laughs> and then uh, later on in the hallway, uh, Jimmy and Ashley are making out, and she gets on to them for that. I think cause... it's
0: fine to say, hey, children, stop making out in this public school. Where I think she went too far is when she... Just had to make a little petty, snide comment and say, like, you might think you're adorable, but that's okay. Now you're being a a bad teacher.
1: She says, you two may think you're adorable, but that doesn't mean anyone else does. And it's like, Now you're just being mean.
0: We don't need your editorializing, Miss <laughs> Kwan. Just tell us what the rules are. We don't need your color commentary.
1: Right. Like I agree. Like I don't think you know it's appropriate for people to be making out at school. Like I, that's fine. Um, but again, she just takes it too far. Um, and that's where I'm like, well, you're being a bit of a hard
0: ass here.
1: Yeah. But um, so this is like again tensions are like you know, roiling
0: here. Um, so after <laughs> then- this. Spinner does a little, like, while Kwan is out of the room, Spinner does, like, a little speech making fun of her. It's not a very funny speech. He doesn't do a very good job of roasting her.
1: Yeah, he's doing a bit, and Jimmy's doing the bit, too, where they're just, like, mocking her, basically. Um, It's
0: not very funny, but... It's not very funny. But you know what was fucking funny? You know what was fucking funny? When Miss Kwan came in and said, word for word, what Spinner just said, I was like, fuck yes, slay queen. Yas, Yas, work, Mama Boots. I yeah. thought it was so savage.
1: I mean, it was,
0: <laughs> but I—I I mean, I'm kind of confused. So,
1: okay, like, so she's like, she's meeting with Principal Radich, but then like, she's able to hear everything they're saying because <laughs> Principal Radage has like a direct, as it's described in the episode, a direct link to the classroom like through the intercom
0: I guess and some of like, those intercoms are reversible but like how did she get back so fast from the well, office and also
1: like were they just listening in the whole time
0: like <laughs> just in case
1: they decided to talk shit like while she was having her meetings like I don't know there's like I, I'm a bit confused about this contrivance personally
0: it was it was a stretch it didn't make a lot of sense
1: no um, but that's okay um
0: but because of this behavior, Jimmy is also sentenced to detention. And yeah. in detention, they decide tonight equals revenge. Yeah, they make a pact to, to get mm-hmm. vengeance. And um And once so again, night, Jimmy yeah. Drake proves what a fucking better actor he is because Spinner passes that note and he's like doopy doop doop. And Drake's like, Yes, I'm a real person, I'm nodding. Oh come on. Spinner's fine.
1: Um <laughs> He's supposed to be a meathead. Um and he is. He's he's very good at being
0: a You have to be smart to play dumb. <laughs> that's my comment. And I know I just called a child stupid. Y- but...
1: Yeah, you're calling his actor stupid. Um I'm sorry. I think I think he's fine. Um, I don't know anything about him, but uh he's fine. Um So Squad
0: is teaching night school.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we find out she teaches e- like adult night courses to ESL students, which is just like that's so sweet.
0: It's so that's sweet. So nice. What a nice way to her.
1: Um, even though she's, like, clearly overworked, but whatever. So she's teaching this night class, and Jimmy and Spinner ruin her night by using the intercom to disrupt her class, and then they order what, like, appears to be, like, a dozen boxes of chicken wings under her name, which I'm confused about why it's chicken wings, but...
0: I think that like, they don't have pizza in, uh, Canada. I think that's... That's what Domino's sells. There's just no Canada, pizza. Just, just they chicken only wings. sell the chicken wings. Uh, <laughs> uh I... I like to imagine that when Miss um, Kwan goes to investigate the uh, intercom sound that the ESL students, the adult ESL students are just all cheating. They're like, OK, so what do you got for what you got for the first one? I can't remember that conjugation. <laughs> uh.
1: And then they all passed. They all the passed, ending. and they all got chicken. It was a pretty fun, pretty fun night at night school. Honestly, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's cute. They like all like chip in for the chicken that she did not order. Um, and the they, one like, guy who snack. says,
0: "I I eat the chicken. I will eat the chicken. I ate the chicken." He was fucking comedy star of the episode. What great timing. <laughs>
1: well done. we we thank you for your conjugation, sir. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, but then, to top it all off, uh, Jimmy and Spinner, they egg Miss Quan's car and yes. then she comes out to find the car, and she just it's she just like breaks down crying. And
0: at this point, Oof. i she's going for her Canadian Emmy. she <laughs> I really feel for her in this moment. It was rough.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like a very humanizing moment for her. Like this is the first time we've ever seen her like break down this whole show. Um, And so back at school on Monday, Sprinter is like bragging about making Miss Kwan cry, which is shitty. And Ashley rightfully (laughs) calls him out on like how shitty that is. Um, But then Principal Radich enters and tells them that he'll be filling in for Miss Kwan for the rest of the term, which is weird. Because I don't, I don't know. Do principals fill in for
0: teachers? I, think, I actually do think sometimes that happens. Like if the if they don't have a reliable sub that can do like a full term, like maybe the principal doesn't have that much going on. I don't know. Maybe. I Seems guess. Okay. Yeah. I he mean, also I, used I to teach in in the Degrassi High and Degrassi Junior High. He was a teacher. So.
1: Oh, was he really? Yes. Oh, he I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe you did know that, and I forgot. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Wow. Um, yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, and um,
0: unfortunately, this the trip to Stratford is canceled. What? We don't get to go to Stratford? Yeah, they were going to Stratford for a Shakespeare festival, was it? What or... is it?
1: <laughs> it was like a specifically a like Romeo and Juliet performance. No, but what is
0: Stratford?
1: I don't know. It's supposed to be a school? That's the most Canadian moment. They go to Stratford, or they're excited about going to Stratford. Well, I that think is. that it... <sighs> Can you not say Stanford? Is it a... (laughs) That's still, is, they're not going to Stanford. <laughs> where are they going? What they're is going Stratford? Stratford. I'm it's a place at, in Canada. It's not obviously. a real place.
0: It is, is it Stratford,
2: not? Ontario, home of the Stratford Festival, a Shakespeare festival. Okay, fine. Thank you. Thank you for doing some research <laughs> on problems. producer, Brett. Yeah,
0: I yeah, withdraw yeah, my thank, objection. Thank you for not
1: boldly stating that a place does not exist without doing any research. Well, the we, fucking school, school that, 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 that Paige efforts. is trying to
0: get in and then she gets high and she can't go to the school, this is, that's this, a fake school. So I thought this was
1: also a fake School. This is season six, we're not talking about that um, So we so find mad. out So we find out that i Kwan's going to my has, mic and smash Some things in my room So we find out that Ms. Kwan's husband has been sick With an undisclosed illness Of some sort, and the stress of that Plus being overworked has become Too much for her, which causes Spinner and Jimmy to feel super Fucking guilty for their behavior As they should um, and this is the scene that the episode ends with, and it's, it's a bummer. This is a bummer. It's pretty sad. It's, it's, yeah. Um, I do like the subplot, though, <laughs> as, as much of a bummer
0: as it is. I, th- I think it was good. I think, uh, we're gonna talk about it now. This is the end of this particular episode summary. I think this episode does not go there, but maybe in the last couple, 30 seconds, it kind of goes there a little bit, so... I don't, yeah, know. I don't think I don't think it goes there. It doesn't fully I, go there. It flirts with I, going there.
1: I just like how it humanizes Miss Kwan and like teachers in general and like I feel like especially as a kid, but just in general like I feel like we have a tendency to just like not really recognize that people exist outside of the role they play in our lives, like, the, oh, there's, oh. like, a whole person. Oh, so what
0: you're saying is you would like to see what Miss Kwan's life is like outside of Degrassi, like, perhaps when she gets cocktails with Miss <laughs> Sauvey. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about the next episode in a second. Let's go on a little break real quick.
1: So, episode 12, Wannabe named after
0: the Spice Girls song of the same name. Mhm. Is the Iconic. Spice Girls song called Wanna Be aka Friends Forever? <laughs> okay. So supposedly
1: this is like a I think this is like a the N like edition or something like that where they just changed the name to Friends Forever um when it aired somewhere else. Oh, so now, I see. Yeah, and so now I think the episode is just like known as like Wanna Be aka parenthetical aka Friends Forever. I mean, um, wannabe
0: is a better title.
1: Wannabe is a better title, and that's what it shows. It, like when the title comes up at the beginning of the episode, it just
0: shows wannabe. So I think it's just wannabe in my in my head. We get our first big cheerleader episode, a Degrassi trope that will never go away. And it thank will goodness, never die. we and love it's our, our first cheerleaders.
1: And it's our first manisode.
0: And it's our first gay little character just jogging up at the beginning of the episode, jogging super gay, saying things super gay with his one line. I love representation. It's great.
1: Yeah. So we open with Paige and Hazel and they're being interviewed by Liberty. And two Gay
0: erasure. And the gay. The unnamed Thank you. gay. <laughs> I and do think he has a name. I don't remember it. Oh, I forgot it. Um, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, but they're
1: starting a cheer team. Sorry, it's a, a spirit squad. It's not a cheer Spirit team. squad. It's a spirit
0: squad. Um, And so uh, it's weird that they don't already have a cheer team, I feel like. They, they literally have everything at Degrassi. Why, they have media immersion. They have yeah. chess club. Where, where's the, where's yeah, the... And they're just
1: like, Paige's like,
0: I got an idea.
1: Let's start a cheerleading team. That's never been done before. Um, well,
0: as you know, Paige is the most... Cued in with American culture because she's like a Lindsay Lohan wannabe. So I think that she's heard of this exotic American sport called cheerleading, and she's introducing it to her native land for the first time.
1: Yeah, and that's what this episode is about. Cheerleaders before this moment. Yeah,
0: Bring It On was not allowed to air in Canada.
1: (laughs) I will say it's surprising to see a few boys on the team in this episode, and like how like matter-of-factly it's treated like they don't make a big deal of it or anything was there another
0: boy i didn't get a look at him who was there so when they were
1: practicing later on in the episode like you see another boy there's at least two boys i mean he didn't seem outwardly gay but you know At
0: at my high school not my middle school there was like a male cheerleader team uh equivalent but they were more like they would come out and do like bits it was like They would do funny dances and sketches. It was kind of, you know. They wanted to make cheerleading cool for boys too.
2: That sounds Sounds like like a an improv troupe. Sounds like an improv troupe. It wasn't
0: quite it was more like improv everywhere because they would just come out and dance a little bit.
2: There was not like a full
0: herald happening.
1: So, but were
0: there boys?
1: Were there boys? It was only boys. No, but well, I don't know. Cheer team?
0: I don't think there was any boys on the regular cheer team. I think it was like you can either be on the cheer team or you can be one of these male cheerleaders. I've re- they had a different name. I forget what they were called. Were but these clowns? I, were they just radio clowns? They were basically like clowns? clowns. They were fully clowns <laughs> without the makeup. And I guess maybe if a boy wanted to be on the cheer team, they probably would have said yes. I mean, it was like a suburb of Seattle, but I don't think right. that would came up.
1: Yeah, even we had, um, in my school, we had like one, there was one male cheerleader, I think, and obviously he was like, It was George W. Bush. And that man, George W. Bush, um, in 2013, class of 2013. He um, should go
0: back to high school in 2013, am I right? That guy wasn't very smart.
1: Waka waka. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was pretty uh, dumb. Killed a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So Manny really, she really wants to be on the on the spirit squad, not Mm -hmm. cheerleading. Spirit squad, and so she like impresses Paige with her little
0: cartwheels. Um, Ooh, yeah! Can we actually get? Can you cue this up? We have this scene, I believe. Do you want a sound of her doing cartwheels? More than that.
2: I mean, what's bad about that?
0: I want you to pay attention to the music. And good luck.
2: Can I help you? I'm Manny. I'd like to try out. Okay, what can you do?
0: And she does. She goes. She does some little flippies. Oh, little oh, effortless oh, cartwheels. Oh,
2: oh, oh. Manny, sweetie, sign right here.
0: So what I wanted to draw attention to was this is the cheerleading music that will stay with the show for almost a decade spoiler alert when holly Jason, sinclair is head cheerleader this is still the music in the background this one little audio clip that's like maybe 30 seconds long and i just would like to call attention to it
1: oh if it ain't broke don't fix it
0: i mean it's, it's a perfect song why would you change
1: yeah. it yeah you have your little hand claps like that evokes cheerleading like mm-hmm. it's perfect i feel um, like
0: I, I feel like one time they use it for something other than cheerleading and they're like oops no this is just the cheerleading song we made a mistake right
1: yeah, that's that's what it sounds like to me.
0: Um, I think Madonna yeah, so- got her <laughs> "LUV" Madonna song from. The, it's fine. Never mind. <laughs> Let's just keep going. <laughs> you know that song? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, it's fine. <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, Manny's really interested in joining the cheerleading. Well, sp- the spirit squad. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, But Emma is having none of this cheerleading bullshit because she thinks it's sexist and Degrassi shouldn't even have a cheer team.
0: Yeah. And she might
1: even write an op-ed about it.
0: I did like the part where Manny was like, "You're not gonna write another article, are you?" I just feel like everyone's like living (laughs) under constant threat of Emma's articles, of her
1: editorializing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is another case of Emma. Like, she's not entirely wrong, but she just is like such a moralistic.
0: Jerk about it. It's a little it's, first wave feminist, right? Like telling women how to be proper feminists or whatever. I, I felt well, I'm weird. Well, i it's, it. it's very second wave
1: feminist. Like or it's very that's like, the one. <laughs> like yeah, like like you're you're being a sex object and like you don't have agency. But it's like I don't know if women want to choose to be sex objects. Then you know, I like I don't think or men or men. <laughs> I don't think like I think there's like there's some meat on the bone of her argument as far as like the sexualization of cheerleaders and their uniforms sure. and like why do they have to wear short skirts and you know like I, I think that's very fair but it's like there is competitive cheerleading like it's like this is like a sport of a sort like at least like gymnastics like this is a endeavor that I think is like fine
0: I I don't I'm probably just ignorant how much artistry is there in cheerleading? Cause it seems to me like there's like three or four moves and they're just I don't moving think it's them artistry. Around. I think it's more just like, like it's more
1: like, like athletics. I guess. Yeah. Else. There's,
0: there's quite a bit of, um, physical demand in what they do. So I agree yeah. with that.
1: Yeah. So it's like, again, like I think it's fine. I mean, again, I understand Emma's point, but she just goes about making it in such a noxious way that it's, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to root for her. Um, but Manny tells Paige and Hazel about Emma's potential crusade and her, her article. Uh, and so they decide to hang out with her after school. And then Emma calls while they're hanging out, and Manny lies and says that she's sick, which is just, like, always a... Like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very... that. It's very... <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah. Um, but Emma buys it until uh, apparently, like... Manny's phone has like the best receiver, most powerful receiver of all what? time.
0: <laughs> I think what it was was Paige was talking loud on purpose cuz she's such a shitster. She was like yelling so that Emma would hear <laughs> that Paige was in Manny's room. It
1: literally sounds like Paige is on the phone with Emma when you hear it on Emma's end. Well, if you watch uh,
0: if you watch from a different angle, you can see her pick up another phone in the living room and just say that <laughs> into the phone. <laughs>
1: Um, she's just just harassing Emma at this point Um, but yeah so Emma hears Paige like talking shit and so obviously she knows that Manny's not sick and she's hanging out with Paige and Hazel so Emma's like fuck y'all and she hangs up and she says you know what I will write an article for the grapevine
0: I will write the article (laughs) I'll show them
1: um, I love, I love the line that so she gives her article to Liberty, and Liberty reads, and I quote, "How can we advance as women if some of us insist on wearing short skirts and dancing like bimbos?" I think Use I read the B word. I think I read that in a Fortune cookie once. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's really, she's really giving, like, female misogynists this episode. I know, I'm surprised they let her print that. That seems a little edgy for a middle school newspaper. I
1: know, it's kind of, like, bullying at this point. Uh, Yeah. Liberty's like, Liberty even says, she's like, that's pretty harsh, but that's fine. That's fine. Maybe it's like
0: Maggie Haberman, like, once you're just, like, in the system, you can get away with whatever. (laughs) Um... So they are learning a new move. Hazel wants to teach the cheer squad a new move, the toe mm-hmm. touch, which is <laughs> the a new touch. move the toe touch <laughs> this is, where this she is, uh... puts her toe in the air and tries to touch it. And then Paige hilariously is like, that was pretty good, but I bet Manny could do it better. And then Manny does do it better, and she like does it into a split, and we get the cheerleading song again.
1: Yeah, I love like Paige is just like, let me just intentionally stir the pot with my like (laughs) ostensible best friend, Hazel. Like, Hazel got done dirty.
0: Oh, poor Hazel. I know. This is only her, this is like her second episode with lines. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. She gets Um, stabbed
0: in the fucking back by her best friend. Uh,
1: what happened? What happened? Sorry. Um,. Yeah, so uh, Emma shows Manny and Paige her her little her little editorial, and Manny confronts her about
0: it, and so then they have an argument in the bathroom about. This was you know, very showgirls to me. Manny was giving me a lot of Nomi Malone energy. She was just like, "I just want to be a dancer. <laughs> you won't stop me." <laughs> so very... Emma. Emma is the um, Molly, right? Emma, this, Emma this... is either the rich dancer. What's her name? Is that Molly? Or is no, Molly no, her, her friend her, her who picks friend. her up at the at the truck stop? <laughs> yeah, Molly's her friend who she treats like shit. Yeah, um, I guess Emma would be Molly then, yes. Yeah,
1: Emma's the Molly. Emma's okay. definitely not a Crystal Connors. Paige is Crystal Connors.
0: Paige is Crystal Connors. Okay, wait. Now we've <laughs> got to do this. This will be a meme that I put on the all Duke de <laughs> I mean uh, you
1: really can't kind of just like one-to-one be like, these are like like Who, they is, all make sense. Um,
0: who is Kyle McLaughlin? Oh, I guess there's no Kyle McLaughlin. No, there is. Come on. Is it Jimmy? Is it Spinner? <laughs> no Sean? <laughs> No. there's no kyle mclaughlin okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna cares. prove there's a kyle mclaughlin i will find one um it's jt um, it's totally jt um <laughs> uh, so but i like this i like this scene
1: because it kind of reveals that the tension between emma and manny is like it's like not so much about cheerleading i mean it is it's about cheerleading but it's also more about like manny's frustrations with emma and then Emma feeling like Manny's abandoning her for, like, the cool kids. Yeah. Which is a much more sympathetic motivation than, like, I think cheerleaders are regressive.
0: Yeah. And yeah. the article does get printed, but Manny mm-hmm. sees that Paige and Hazel are taking all mm-hmm. of the papers, which are apparently all in one big stack. Um, mm-hmm. It's just the one place where you get the paper. And mm-hmm. taking them into the gym and doing something. And they're tearing the page out. Now They're tearing Emma's article out. I'm curious, like, what's on the other side of that page? It's, like, a very important, like, public safety announcement. Like, <laughs> all Degrassi students don't use the South bathroom. It has radiation. <laughs> <laughs> Just an imp- a very important news article. And yeah, like, and they oh. were like, well, everyone reads the grapevine, obviously. <laughs> so they'll right. see it there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, so they convinced Manny to join them out of fear that Emma's article could jeopardize the, the fate of the Spirit Squad, which, okay, like, I think it's wrong for Paige to rip out this article, like, I think that's bad, but I just think it's funny, like, how, how much stock this show places in a school newspaper. Did like, you ever anybody... once read your school newspaper? Okay, so I worked on my school's newspaper, Okay, so yes, Brent. we did. Brent?
0: <laughs> uh, yes? Did you read your school newspaper?
2: Now I Funny you should oh ask because I nerds I read I, I feel like when I was a, I don't know if I got older Or if the paper got worse But I feel like I read freshman year I read it cover to cover Every single week Are you week. kidding me? Yeah dude there was good stuff in there What um, are you talking a, about? There were some very good student newspapers Ours was Why uh, are you me?
1: Like
0: this is a middle school news It's
1: <laughs> okay, a newsletter It's printed dude. on green printer paper To be fair mine was in high school
0: So it's but Folded yeah, it in, in actually,
1: half, A4 paper. Ours was actually printed on newsprint. Oh my um, god! I,
0: yeah, you, you. I'm so fucking mad. That being
1: said, this newsletter does. I don't think the editorial standards <laughs> are quite what ours were. So, um,
0: can we please just talk about Liberty's red boots? <laughs> that being, well, that being,
1: we'll get to those red boots. I want to talk about those red boots. Um, I don't know. I just think it's funny because like, like obviously everyone in our school staff like read the newspaper because we worked on it, but I don't think anyone else did. So <laughs> that being said, um, Mr. Simpson Ugh. and Emma, they confront Paige and Manny about the vandalism of the grapevine issue. And Paige And a just a stunning act of villainy throws Hazel under the bus, which is just like stone cold. It's
0: like her only—I was about to say her only friend, but I guess she's supposed to be friends with Terry. She's just a horror. She She, a horror. A horror. (laughs) I'm not calling this child Uh a a Uh negative. She's a horror. She's a terror. Let's go with terror. She's a a real terror. terror. (laughs) She is
1: a real terror. Um, And this, like, causes a breach of trust between Paige and Manny, because Manny's like, how could you sell out your best friend? And I guess she's just never talked to Paige before. Um, Yeah. So so in the end, uh, Emma apologizes to Manny for not supporting her when she wanted to join the Spirit Squad, which I don't know.
0: I feel like this apology kind of comes out of nowhere. Like... They also, spoiler alert, there's sort of an ongoing story about is this childhood friendship between Manny and Emma going to Mm -hmm. hold into their, like, teenager years and their adulthood. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this was them experimenting with, like, are they going to take a break from each other and then kind of realize, like, maybe we're not ready for that yet.
1: Yeah, I think it's them sort of, like, this is the first test of their friendship. Yeah. Because, as we know, in this episode, like, they've been friends since kindergarten. And, like, those are a certain kind of friend. And a lot of those friends, some of those friendships do last, and some of them don't. um, Because, obviously, people change a lot from, you know, since elementary school. Um, And I like that, um, I like the focus in this episode on their friendship. Which is, like, again, like, it becomes, like, the heart of the show for several seasons. And it's, like... It kind of teases the Manny without spoiling it. Like this is kind of like the first. Oh, I can't introduction wait for to, like, season Manny two Manny, Manny. Oh, season two Manny is my favorite three character. Manny is next level. Oh my um, god, I can't wait. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like although I, I'm just kind of wondering like what made Emma realize that
0: she was wrong because like she just sort of was pat- like I... A, a couple of pages in the teleplay happened and then she <laughs> <laughs> she realized that she made a mistake. That's she was what like, happened. Yeah, you know
1: what. <laughs> cheerleaders aren't sluts and bimbos and uh, my internalized misogyny was
0: out of line. I'm sorry. Well, maybe it's a showgirls thing and she's just going to throw some pearls at the next cheerleading tryouts and take them all love out. I to see that. <laughs> oh, that'd be
1: great. Let's make that happen. Manny would do
0: it. Manny will do it. <laughs> oh, Emma of course. She's no me. <laughs> from...
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: Let's get into the uh, B plot.
1: Yeah. Okay. This B plot is complete filler. Um, and it's, it's the best disposable. kind of
0: filler It's so it's fun. fluffy It's, it's so, so fun, fun.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, This was good It was good I mean it's so simple I mean I feel like we could just like you know We don't really need to a few yeah. minutes. Well so like okay so it's like <laughs> This is basically uh, Pringles product placement yeah. plot.
0: <laughs> Well did you um, see the Pringles logo Or is it like an airsats thing Where you see like a, a man with a mustache And it says like Prongles Like did it actually very say Pringles I'm certain
1: it's Pringles Okay I I mean I didn't do like the you know I didn't I'm gonna look I'm gonna
0: look while you go through this yeah I'm gonna gonna go verify
1: yeah double check um yeah so JT and Toby are like trying to find the right we're gonna call them Pringles for now um (laughs) they're trying to find the right Pringles can to win this contest and a million bucks um and, but then Liberty and Spinner, they wind up inserting themselves in their little plan. Because at one point, they need Liberty's Pringles can, which has the Ace of Clubs symbol that they need to complete the pair. And then Spinner overhears all these shenanigans, and he basically threatens them into giving him a share of the prize money. So this is, this is, our, this is our subplot. But um, wouldn't you know it, JC, he, JT, he can't find the Ace of Spades that he's been hoarding so jt is giving or meanwhile not jt toby toby is giving away his electronics because his he's game like, gear do his game gear I which is like a
0: 10 year old system at this point so like not that unreasonable to give it away it burns through double a batteries like fucking crazy so yeah get rid of that <laughs> wait do you have one of those no i never had a game gear my friend had a game gear so i would play it when i was over at his house and i had fun with it but it didn't have Pokemon. It didn't have uh, yeah. Mega Man. It didn't have the games I wanted to be playing. What did it have on it? Pokemon. <laughs> no, what did it have? Oh, it had like a bunch of like de resed versions of like the Genesis games. And okay. they would run at a slower frame rate and there wouldn't be like anything in the background and they would be really crappy. So you could play like Sonic and stuff. On you could it. play like Sonic and Vector oh, okay. Man and like all, yeah. all the Sega go tos. Yeah, it's no Nintendo. It's
1: no um, Nintendo. But hey, he's gonna he's gonna get a Nintendo with his million dollars, or so he thinks. Um, and so Liberty, meanwhile, is um buying <laughs> these uh red cowboy boots. Um, and she takes a lot of pride
0: in these red cowboy boots. This she's really, scene she's really was straight out of Twin Peaks. This was like Agent <laughs> Cooper is going to the police station, needs some important information, and some fucking crazy ladies talking to him about her fucking boots. And what I really love later is there's a shot with absolutely no fanfare where you just see the red boots like walking down the hallway. <laughs> you assume it's Liberty. I had never well, noticed I... it before but it was very funny. Well
1: I love this scene because we first see her red boots and this is like the one scene in the episode where like our subplot and our main plot collide and it's when Emma's giving her article to Liberty and Liberty we see her and her boots are propped up on her table like a some you know lawyer in Texas. Um, and it's just very funny. she takes a lot of pride in these these red cowboy boots and I just think it's very cute um but then she and Toby find out that JT has lost the can and they're all understandably really pissed off but then JT remembers that the can was in his locker and so then they look through his locker and he finds the can and it's the wrong can because JT is a
0: dum-dum the end yeah i mean it's a good fake out i think all the elements of here are good it's an unlikely team and i kind of like seeing them all together yeah you get and some I'm, new
1: dynamics
0: yeah and i'm sort of critical of all of these characters at one point or another <laughs> other than jt and i found that they just made a nice little a nice little stew together <laughs> yeah their are flavors that you don't think will go together
1: and then they do yeah it's I surprisingly it.
0: delicious yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I look forward to B-plots being a little more like this, where it's just like fully unconnected to anything serious, and you just get to know the characters a little better. I liked it, and Jake Goldsby, this is proof positive that the old men who gave you your lines are to- at fault for Toby being an objectively bad character. It is not your fault, Jake Goldsby. Toby, I think you're fine. <laughs> um do we have any uh, other sort of parting thoughts from these two episodes i wanted to say that it was very funny when um page was doing the morning announcements and trying to hype up uh mm-hmm. the word about the spirit squad and she goes give me a d give me an e give me a g Give me an R. And she's just, I'm just like, okay, this word is too she's long like, she's like, let me just get,
1: yeah, let me go through all of it. Um, and
0: it's a setup for a very funny joke where Emma says, give me a break. I was like, okay, <laughs> come on, Samantha. Yeah, Mary McDonald. She really came through with the delivery there. great line, loved it. Um, this was in the previous episode, but there was the very first five. I I couldn't bring it up until now because if I brought mm-hmm. it up at the beginning of the episode, we would still be talking about it. But the opening shot of episode 11 is like a fucking little girl carrying and you don't see her face. All you see is like a jar with like a green like toy dinosaur in it. It looks like a spongy like dinosaur and it's a huge jar and it's all you see on the screen as she goes up and has a silent conversation with her friend. And all of this happens before anyone says a word. Did you notice that? This is these weird interstitials that I keep telling you about that they do. And I don't know why no one else is seeing them. I feel like I am living in an alternate reality. I believe in the Mandela effect. Now I am living in a world where (sighs) Degrassi is constantly bookended by these weird fucking scary ass. (laughs) It looks like a fucking science experiment in the background of like a bad Frankenstein movie. And no one acknowledged it. No one even noticed, you know, that just makes this universe feel even more lived in i guess man but it's not like in season eight it's like you they're going over to see holly J, and before we check in with holly J, you got to see a kid like lighting a firecracker it's like have faith in your story we don't need this extraneous footage i yeah i don't remember that is this brent you're there you're an 80s expert is this a holdover from the 80s and 90s episodes would would they just have weird little things that happen at the beginning of scenes
2: (laughs) I don't I, I don't recall them well enough to be able to answer that question authoritatively. I'm sorry. You didn't
0: see anyone like buying stocks or like having a cell phone like come out of a suitcase. In the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they didn't. They didn't have. They didn't have those.
2: Uh, I oh. just. Re- I mostly remember the episode where they had to carry a bag of flour around yeah. to pretend like it was a baby, and and Spike was already for real pregnant. Mm-hmm. It was okay. a great episode.
0: Okay, but when they would like cut to Spike and she had her flour baby, <laughs> was their effort like? A guy and he's like doing a backflip, and then we focus on him for 5.8 seconds before we go over and talk to Spike
2: that's fun
0: it, it happened you liked
2: it huh I'm sorry was there a question <laughs>
0: okay I'm fired up <laughs> I, All right, let's, okay. I came in really ag- I took a bunch of steroids before this episode I'm so jacked I'm roid raging um, hell yeah uh, I'm sorry I shouldn't joke about that if you have a steroid problem please seek help it's no joking matter uh, did we did this episode go there? I feel like it did not, but it was fun. No, no, it didn't go there. But that's <laughs> it did okay. Not go there, but it was no. fun. Uh, yeah, we had a good time. Um, All right, then I guess we can just share with the class. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about. Oh, what do we, we have any? This week. Do we have any favorite fashion moments? Oh, I forgot. I forgot to write any down. Do you have a favorite fashion moment? I absolutely. I have okay. A too. One, yeah, let's, get let's get it. Let's get it. Is this the same as the cheerleading music? It's almost the exact thing. <laughs> Favorite fashion right. moment? What do you got for a seven?
1: So I have two. My honorable mention is uh, Sean's denim jacket over his turtleneck on their date. I oh, just that think was it's cute. a very yeah. suave
0: look. He looks great. He looks very sweet. Maybe I'll get a denim jacket and wear it with a big, like, cushy turtleneck. It looks mm-hmm. very cozy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. But my. There's, I mean, there's only one choice, really, for this episode. And it's Liberty's red cowboy boots. Oh, mm-hmm. oh!
0: I mean, a serve. <laughs> she ate. I mean, they are really good boots. I would wear them. <laughs> they are! I love Sometimes them I like... see, like, bright-colored cowboy boots at, like, a secondhand store, but they're always, like, women's size 9, so I can't yeah. buy them. It's very sad. Yeah. My feet are much too big for that.
1: But, um, yeah. Good job, Liberty. You We served. love you, Liberty. Um, what did we learn today?
0: You know... I'm going to say that I learned that if you're going to torture your teacher, you can stop at the chicken wings. It was pretty funny still if you mm. just stopped at the chicken wings. Just don't fuck with people's vehicles. It's really hard to get around if your car's fucked up.
1: That's yeah. what I learned.
0: That's a safety hazard. Yeah. Uh,
1: similarly, I learned that teachers are people too. Mm. Ms. Kwan, a person.
0: Yep. Miss Survey, a person.
2: I learned that uh, JT and uh, Toby's parents raised them well enough to not waste food, because they truly could have just dumped those sprinkles out, but they were just they were cramming so many chips in their mouth. What if you they put were. them? What
0: if you put them in a bag and then ate the chips later? That's my thought. Yeah, that's true. Like, why don't you just store them? Yeah, like, lousy with plastic bags. Just put them in one of the bag. <laughs> I also learned. That JT has a bedroom. We saw it one time, and we'll never see it again.
1: <laughs> I, uh, while, we're, while we're still learning things, um, I learned that uh, internalized misogyny, uh, keep that shit in check.
0: Yeah, be careful. Misogyny mm. is a smog we all breathe in, which is something that was said by a very wise feminist whose name I cannot remember. Um, Might be Roxane Gay. <laughs> was it John Waters? I think it was John Water. Yeah, let's give credit to a man. (laughs) Uh, On that note, uh, I think we've all lost our minds. This was a truly unhinged episode, but I had fun. I always have fun. I had a great time. This is the first time I had fun. (laughs) But maybe next week we'll have just as much fun. (laughs) Um, okay
1: <laughs> yeah thank you all for listening um to this just truly unhinged chaos
0: yeah and go follow all about degrassi on instagram share <laughs> our degrassi memes we love you goodbye
2: Ooh, yeah, French. They have French there.